Welcome to the podcast for Runaway. I'm the author, Sabine Wilder, here to read my book to you. Let's get started. Chapter 19. Letter. Susan's feet pounding across the floor echoed through the halls as she ran toward where she felt Evie would be. The tingle in her spine told her something was wrong. Arguing voices spilled out of an open door, and Susan found herself outside what must have been Evie's study. A Fenris agent stood alert at the doorway, raising a hand at Susan as she approached. He went to bar her way, but Susan stopped at the threshold. Another agent was inside, bagging and labeling a piece of paper, while Lilith and Evie stood staring each other down. I don't care how obvious a ploy it is. We have to do something. Evie's white fur stood on end, making her look larger than usual. We are, Lilith responded as calm and cool as ever. But that doesn't mean head-on confrontation. It was addressed to me, not to you, not Fenris, Evie growled. Of course he sent it to you, Lilith reached for the now-protected piece of paper. You're the most likely to defy orders and play right into his hands. Evie threw her hands in the air. And did I do that? No, I called you first like I'm supposed to. I'm cooperating. Congratulations. Would you like a medal or something? Lilith's sarcasm was scathing. Your cooperation is expected. Then take my advice, Lil. Evie took a step toward her. Use this as an opportunity to catch him. Lilith ignored her, staring at the piece of paper. That's exactly what he wants us to do, Evie. We're not going to rush into anything without thinking through the possibilities. We'll miss our window. Again, that's what he wants you to think. Use your head for once, not your heart. Lilith finally looked toward the door, acknowledging Susan's presence. Calling the herd, are we? It's not like I'm trying to hide my frustration. Evie crossed her arms over her chest. Susan's mouth went dry. What's going on? Evie walked over to her. I got an invitation to a private party, just Hunter and me, which you are not going to follow up on. Lilith made her orders clear. Fenris will take it from here. And how long will that take, Lil? It takes as long as it takes to get the job done right. I think we have everything we need. You're dismissed. Then get out of my office, Evie yelled. Lilith strolled out of the study, followed by the two agents who quickly gathered their things. What was that all about? Susan let out a breath she had been holding. She searched the tiny room and the white werewolf for clues, but none were forthcoming. Evie sighed, placing a hand on Susan's shoulder. It's her way of saying, don't get in my way. And she's right. We shouldn't disrupt the case. Don't we get a say in what happens? If we're lucky. Evie wouldn't meet her charge's eyes. Come on. We need to have a meeting. Were you calling us before, or was that a gut feeling I had? Susan reflected on Lilith's words. Part of the bond means being connected to the emotions of your packmates, Evie explained. When one of us is afraid or in pain, it usually reaches out to the others. 
sort of like a warning. That's cool, but kind of weird. What if you don't want the others to know what you're feeling? Well, Evie said, you can learn to block things out so the others don't notice. Is that hard to learn? Evie grinned. It takes practice, along with everything else. But right now, I'd appreciate knowing if you were in any kind of trouble. Susan couldn't argue with that. There were a lot of quirks she had to get used to, but at least she could see where this one would come in handy. She let Evie lead her to a small meeting room where the pack gathered. They sat together in the dull light of the drawn curtains until Les broke the silence. What's up? Does Fenris have a new lead or something? Yes, there's been a new development. Evie folded her hands in front of her on the table, maintaining a calm expression. And we weren't being briefed? Wonderful. Les drummed his fingers on the table. Evie sat up straight, commanding everyone's attention. Lilith assumes, and rightly so, that I'll tell you about this. She's not going to officially pass on this knowledge. It would be too dangerous. Dangerous? Sam tilted his head. How? Let me start from the beginning, Evie said. I received a letter this morning from Hunter, inviting me to a one-on-one -on -one challenge to end things once and for all between us. Les snorted. Could he be any more obvious in setting a trap for you? Hardly. He's counting on my ego to overpower my common sense. However, this would seem like the perfect opportunity to set a trap of our own and turn the tables. Lilith won't tell me anything, though. I have no idea what Fenris intends on doing with this information, if anything. So what do you have planned? Les asked. Evie remained rigid. I'm still trying to appeal to the higher-ups to get some control back, but it's taking too long. Right now, we have a good idea where Hunter is and that he's waiting for me. I'd hate to waste this opportunity. Don't you dare! A shock ran through the room as Anna admonished Evie. Evie gaped at the girl, her jaw hanging slightly open. Evie, Anna said. If anything happens to you, or anyone else for that matter, because you're trying to protect me, I'll never forgive myself. Please don't do anything. Evie suddenly looked old, the wear of long years hanging on her features. This isn't just about you, Anna. Hunters hurt me far more than you can imagine. Which is even more reason to step back and let Fenris do their job. Anna refused to back down. Evie's eyes were distant and glassy when she spoke. I would gladly sacrifice myself to see an end to this. Don't say that! Anna rose to her feet, shaking in distress. No one has to get hurt. We have to be patient. And how long will you wait? Evie glared at Anna. Years? Decades? What's to say Hunter doesn't disappear off the face of the earth for a hundred years, only to torment you and everyone else until we all go mad? I won't be held captive for the rest of my life when I know I can put an end to this. Evie, listen to yourself, Les said. We all need to calm down and think about this. I'm sure we can come up with a reasonable plan, together. Evie slumped forward, 
resting her face in her hands, her eyes closed. An uncomfortable silence filled the room. Eventually, Evie's eyes opened and she sat back. You're both right. I need to think about this and what we should do. I need some time to myself, if the rest of you don't mind. Chairs scraped the floor as everyone rose to make a hasty exit from the meeting room. Susan glanced over her shoulder as she left, but Evie hadn't moved, sitting as still and frightening as a gargoyle, her cold eyes boring a hole into space. Susan bolted upright in her bed. Pain stabbed her chest, and a sick feeling rushed to her head. It took her a moment to realize that though the pain was real, it was not hers. The relief that had begun to wash over her went cold. Beside her in the darkened dorm room, Anna also sat up, clutching her chest. Their eyes met. Evie! Anna gasped. Susan swore and ripped the covers off. She vaulted out of bed and ran to the door, tearing it open, but then stopped, realizing she had no idea where she was going. The entrance hall. Anna came up beside her. It's the closest place between everyone. At least one of us is getting good at this bond thing. Susan wasted no time running down the hall toward the stairs. She could hear the stirring of Fenris agents in the room across from theirs. It didn't matter. They could do what they liked but Susan needed to see the faces of her packmates. She needed to smell them, feel them, know that they were real and safe, because there was growing doubt in her heart that they were. The girls were the last to arrive. Cold seeped through the windows and doors, creating a draft that made Susan shiver. The faces of the three boys in the hall did nothing to comfort her. They were all drawn with worry. Les was pale but smiled when he saw them. Everyone moved close together, reaching out to touch the others. What's going on? Anna trembled as she wrapped her arms around Les. Yes. What's happened and where's Evelyn? From the open gallery a floor above, Lilith was watching them. What? You mean she managed to get around your security detail? Les sounded genuinely surprised. Lilith jumped the full story over the gallery railing, landing neatly beside the pack. Save your scorn, Leslie. Out with it. Where is she? Other agents began to surround the hall. I don't know, Les said. And yet it's clear that something happened or you all wouldn't be standing here. I don't know where she is, tears threatened in Les's eyes. I don't know what she's done, but I do know there was nothing that would have stopped her from taking this whole mess on her shoulders. You know her. You of all people. Did you really think she'd sit quietly by with the chance to end things being waved in her face? Lilith swore under her breath. Is she dead? No. Les swallowed thickly. But she's wounded and terrified. That much I can feel. Great. We had him right where we wanted him. Then why didn't you tell us? Les screamed in her face. This is your fault, Lilith. If you had told Evie what you were doing, she wouldn't have tried to finish this on her own. Lilith approached Les, shoving her face within inches of his, her voice low and threatening. Not another word. 
fine, Les threw his hands up in surrender. Then why don't you tell us, O oh powerful one, what the plan is to rescue my sister and fix this mess? Lilith drew back, eyeing each pack member in turn. There is no plan. Why not? Les demanded. Don't you get it? She played right into his trap. He's going to use her to bait the rest of you and get exactly what he wants. Lilith's gaze settled on Anna. Evie's on her own. What? Susan couldn't believe what she was hearing. You can't do this. You can't leave her out there. She's going to die. No one had said it, but she knew they could all feel it. Though the sharpness of the pain subsided, she could feel Evie's connection growing weaker. We could find her. We could save her. You will do no such thing, Lilith said. Especially you and Anna. Let me go then, Les stepped forward. You can give me a team or not. It doesn't matter. No, I'm not giving him any more power than he's already gained. If you don't agree to cooperate and let me handle this, I'll have you restrained. You'll need to lock me in a silver cage to keep me from going after her. Les shifted and openly bared his teeth at her. If that's what it takes. Lilith waved a hand, and two agents stepped away from the edge of the room, grabbing Les by the arms. Susan gasped as someone pulled at her own arm. Each of them were surrounded, and then the agents began to pull them away from each other. That concludes Chapter 19. Runaway is currently available for you to listen to for free. I will release a new chapter every week until the book is finished. But if you can't wait to find out what happens, the ebook is available through Kobo and Amazon. Just search for Sabine Wilder or get a direct link from my website at sabinewilder.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to give me feedback, you can always email me at sabine at sabinewilder.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and help me grow. Thank you for listening and have a pleasant night.